0: Christchurch, Church, New Malden, Sunday 27th of December, 2020. Ruth Henson speaking on a Christmas take on hands, face, space. A few years ago, M&S ran a Christmas advertising campaign, asking people to sum up Christmas in three words. People gave ideas such as all the trimmings, pigs in blankets, baubles and tinsel, Piles of presents, the Queen's speech, and Morecambe and Wise, before the voiceover inevitably suggested Marx and Spencer as the ultimate definition. I could certainly think of some alternatives which sum up Christmas better for me. Christ is born, perhaps, or God with us, or love came down but I've got a feeling that there's a different set of three words which we're all too familiar with, which are summing up Christmas 2020. Hands, face, space. We all know what that means in terms of keeping each other safe from the spread of coronavirus, but I'd like to suggest that those words can also hold extra meaning for us as we celebrate Christmas during a pandemic. Let's take those words in reverse order, starting with space. I don't know about you, but it seems like every day my Facebook memories remind me of regular fixtures of the Christmas season, which can't take place this year. German Christmas market weekends, festive meals with friends and colleagues, sing-along carols at the Royal Albert Hall, pantomimes, New Year's Eve parties, and so much more. And these few days between Christmas and New Year are always rather strange anyway, aren't they? You lose track of the day of the week as you wade through the leftovers filling your fridge and cupboards and try to find something worth watching on the television. And this year, that's coupled with the restrictions of Tier 3 kicking back in. So, we might find ourselves wondering just what to do with our days. We could spend all the extra time we have feeling sorry for ourselves. Or we could use the extra time and space to make new traditions. We could take time to check in with people who might be feeling especially lonely or isolated, and we could use some of the time we have to reflect afresh on the hope which the message of Christmas brings. The Church of England are producing daily reflections entitled Comfort and Joy, which you can sign up for on their website, www.churchofengland.org. They began on Christmas Day and run until the 2nd of January, so there's plenty of time to get stuck in. You might also decide to read one of the Gospels, to focus on the life and ministry of Jesus during this season when we celebrate his birth. Or maybe there was a sermon series that you missed and could catch up on, or one that really spoke to you that you could revisit. There's a huge archive on the church website. Or perhaps there's a Christian book you've been meaning to read, and now would be the perfect opportunity. I've been enjoying rereading Hidden Christmas by Timothy Keller and would certainly recommend that. So let's find positive ways to make use of the extra space and time to be found in a coronavirus Christmas and not just fritter it all away, eating cheese and vegetating in front of the telly. Then secondly, face. I'm sure there are people whose faces you are missing seeing during this festive period. And while catching up over FaceTime, Skype or Zoom is definitely better than nothing, it's just not the same as seeing someone face to face. But I wonder whether you're also feeling distant from God after all the challenges and struggles of 2020. We can find ourselves asking, where is God in this pandemic? And why hasn't he intervened? But that's exactly where the message of Christmas can give us hope. When Jesus was born 2000 or so years ago, Life under Roman rule was very challenging, and the Israelites were desperate for God's promised king to arrive as a warrior to defeat the enemy. Instead, the Messiah arrived as a frail little baby, born to a teenage mother in a dirty stable. No wonder our reading from John 1 said, he was in the world, And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. This little baby was Emmanuel, God with us, and was born to shine God's light into the darkness and to reveal God's love and character for all to see. Later in John 1, we heard, no one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son Who is himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. I am reminded of one of my favourite Christmas songs, Mary, Did You Know? As the lyrics say, Mary, did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? That sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. If we feel distant from God, or are struggling to recognise his presence during this challenging time. Christmas reminds us to see the face of God as we look into the face of the Christ child, remembering that God doesn't reveal himself in the obvious or expected way, and that acts of loving kindness which shine light into the darkness of 2020 are glimpses of God's transforming hope breaking through. If we choose to use some of our space and time in the remainder of the Christmas season to read through one of the Gospels, as we see Jesus' countercultural and revolutionary mission of compassion, love and justice, bringing life, restoration and hope, let us reflect on how he is still at work in 2020 through his people, the Church, empowered by the Holy Spirit to bring more of his love and light into the dark times we are all encountering. My friend Heather Williamson, a former member of Christchurch, wrote this poem during Advent. Just a tiny spark is all it takes to break the dark, one tiny streak of dawn to tell our souls, here comes the morn. Then light breaks in, our hearts await as Christmas we anticipate, a break from tears and tears, this awful year's been long, then comes again that lost refrain for he is coming, not Santa or the Elf, but he himself, light of the world. And host upon host begin, singing glory, glory, glory. We see again the story of our lives, that he will wade into our world to dispel shade and shine his light once more, into our darkness. We've considered space and face, and finally we come to hands. When Jesus left the splendour of heaven for a frail human life, which saw him born in squalor, subject to death threats, fleeing as a refugee, and ultimately crucified, he showed that God's love is sacrificial, practical, and not afraid to get its hands dirty. As our first reading from Isaiah 11 prophesied, with righteousness he will judge the needy, with justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. Another favourite Christmas song of mine is O Holy Night. Sometimes when you hear it performed by the likes of Alfie Bowe or Michael Ball they leave out the last verse. But I find that such a shame as the opening words are so powerful. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. You can imagine the record producers and music executives thinking, that doesn't sound very Christmassy, let's scrap that verse. But if so, they would have completely missed the point. Those words get right to the heart of the Christmas message. That Jesus' birth, along with his life and ministry, demonstrates the radical, transforming power of God's love and justice. And God's charge to us, throughout the year, and most definitely during this different and challenging Christmas period, is to follow Jesus' example and to love one another in practical ways. The pandemic has demonstrated the way that small acts of kindness and compassion can completely transform someone's experience or outlook. So let us ask God to show us people who are in need of help, support or encouragement and the ways we can shine more of his light into the darkness. I love the story of a church in France, which was damaged by bombing during World War II. Once the war was over, money was raised for rebuilding, but the priest refused to restore the statue of Jesus, which stood outside the front of the church, overlooking the town. This statue stood with its hands outstretched, but the bomb damage had blown both hands clean off. The priest argued that the statue would be a constant reminder to the parishioners that it was their mission to be Jesus' hands, sharing his love in practical ways. The people agreed and this quote from Teresa of Avila was added to the base of the statue Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks compassion on this world, yours are the feet with which he walks to do good, yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands. Yours are the feet. Yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. So, next time you hear those three words, hands, face, space, Please do be reminded of the ways we should keep each other safe during the pandemic. But please also remember the extra space and time we have to consider and explore the message and meaning of Christmas. The hope to be found in seeking God's face in the face of the Christ child who is Emmanuel, God with us. And the call to be the hands of Jesus as we bring blessing to others with our practical expressions of love and care.